0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Sam Green, Race Engineering. I'm Sean Smith and he's Sam Green. How's it going, Sam? Hello. Yeah, good, mate. You? Very well. Still very well. It's the second time we try to do this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right then, Sam. Today we've got a, a couple of new things to try. We're doing our podcast over the internet to see how terrible the quality is. So everyone listening, please feel free to tell us how terrible it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But in the meantime... We got a different discussion. How versatile can an engine actually be? If only we had a test case. Hmm. If only. Sam, so how? Yeah, I mean, you have a Nissan 350Z, right, Sam? I, I do. Yes. Yeah, I mean, do you think that engine might be a good a good bet?
1: I I would say yeah. Let's 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 delve a little bit deeper, shall we?
0: Yeah, let's do that. And have a so, look. In, so in uh, Sam's uh, Datsun 350Z. <laughs> He has a, a what's called a VQ35DE, which is a V6, which has a, some interesting origins. Now, historically, I, I first knew about this engine from uh, the Renault Spas, a, a giant people carrier, which was a terrible car, and my auntie had one once. Uh, and yeah, it was, and, but it's also a single-seater race car engine, which I love very much. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So the versatility of it. Um... How much no, more do you no want bounds. than that? Exactly. It doesn't get much more different than that, really, does it? Um, I mean, we disagree on the exact origin, though, don't we?
0: Yeah, we do. We discussed discussing I, so, this I, beforehand. Yes, I think it's... A, it, it stemmed, I thought it stemmed from the sort of the Nissan side of... Sorry, the Renault side of things with the Espace. But uh, a quick check on Wikipedia and also some arguments with you as uh, put that to bed.
1: Yes, because I, I've I found... Proof, and this is in the same sort of way <laughs> that you know. Did you watch Danny Dyer on Would I Lie? Uh, not Would I Lie to You? Uh, who do you think you are?
0: Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, where well, it turns out he's related to the royal family. Yeah, um,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Well, this this is essentially what I've found. I've done some some digging, some some family tree for this engine, and it turns out it's an F one engine.
0: Well, it with the biggest quotation marks around it that you can possibly get. <laughs>
1: I mean, in 1984,
0: Renault... which was Which is about 20 years before you were born.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ex- no, exact, no, to be fair, exactly 10 years, 1984, yeah. exactly 10 years before I was born, uh, Renault started using a V6 engine in their Formula 1 car. Okay. Admittedly, it was a 1.5 and it had two turbos, <laughs> in it,
0: but so it's not, it's
1: it not was a V6. <laughs>
0: oh, mate. Okay, so so by the same virtue, the uh, the Formula Two spec F1 cars in like the fifties and sixties, they're basically the same as what they are today in F1. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah,
0: just because the metals cast in the same country doesn't make it the same.
1: <laughs> but I mean, if uh, we if we just skim it back to road cars briefly, sure. um, I mean, I think the earliest then. Um, would have been either, well, certainly for the VQ35DE, which is the yeah. exact engine. Um, it would be the Nissan L Grand,
0: yes, I which think. is another giant car,
1: yes, it's enormous and absolutely hideous. I'm not gonna lie,
0: I mean, it's um, pretty cool I, if you if, really for a boat.
1: Well, I mean, for maybe for a yacht, yes, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. And um, obviously, and then shortly after that, um, the Nissan Pathfinder,
0: another giant car. So it's proving again inspir- quite a big SUV. Now, of course, back in the day in the early two thousands, uh, if you had a giant engine, that didn't mean you were a race car. As said, it just meant you needed the power and all the torque to basically get you moving. So that's that's yeah, why. So
1: you would have a very similar engine I mean, for example like we saw the dodge ram yeah had the same engine as the dodge viper
0: yeah which was a, mm-hmm.
1: re- re- absolutely ridiculous but it's the same sort of thing here
0: yeah two reasons one it's, it it works and two you know it it lowers the cost with the bit of materials economies of scale because you're not you're able to build the engine for more than one car it's it's simple yeah, I mean, it, it. It,
1: it it essentially means that you can make an engine and then develop it for your sports car, yeah. rather than make a new engine for your sports car.
0: Yeah. So, going back to this particular engine, as we say, the VQ35DE, which by the end of this podcast, we might even remember the acronym for. Um, in approximately at the early 10th century, so we had the Infiniti I35, which is another terrible saloon. Uh, we had... Yeah. A- <laughs> but 2002 comes along, Sam. Good old year, 2002. Yes and we get the datsun 350z yeah
1: the nissan 350z um, which obviously is the best car nissan have ever made
0: i mean apart, uh, apart from much, the skyline much
1: better. well i mean maybe maybe a few exceptions but um, <laughs> no i mean it was a pretty even at the time it was it was sort of known as being a, quite a decent pretty quick car for the money
0: i mean to be fair um it's and this was at a time when the R34 Skyline was sort of disappearing, um, so the Fruit Zeb was, was going to become Nissan's premier. Uh,
1: it, yeah, it R. was their fastest car at the time. I don't, I don't think, um, unless there was a really quick Skyline, but not a GTR or a Micro, um, because or or yeah, obviously you can't include the Micro. That's, just, <laughs> that's on a different level, isn't it? Um, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of road cars, realistically, at that point, the 350Z was the quickest car that Nissan made. Mm-hmm. Um, the R34 had kind of been phased out by then. The R35 hadn't appeared yet. Um, so it was. It was the fastest car that Nissan were making. And obviously, yeah. they made the Infiniti as well, G35, which
0: is also essentially... known as the, the Ugly Skyline, the one that everyone hates. Yes,
1: it's not a nice car.
0: It's grown on me, though. Um, I don't hate it as much uh, as I did then. I don't
1: know. The coupe one isn't bad, but yeah. that's because it is essentially a 350Z. Yeah,
0: basically. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's still, it's even now, it's quite a quick car. I mean, mine is an early one. Mine's an early 287 brake horsepower one. Mm. The later ones did get tuned up a bit. The, re- that, the latest ones uh, had 300 brake horsepower. Um, there was the Nismo version as well, which was tuned up a bit more than that.
0: Yeah. So the minimum horsepower I can see here on this list we have is about mid 240-ish. So and that's, yeah. that's across basically all of Nissan's range. Um, but then, you, as you say, you get to the 350Z, sort of pushing 300. Uh, but as we said, as we sort of opened this conversation, they thought, this, here's, a, here's a great idea. Let's take our engine we're using for everything, really reliable, really fast, shove it into a a race car.
1: Absolutely. So this car, this engine was kind of developed alongside Renault, as we said earlier. Yeah. Um, So it did appear in the 2003 Espace at 241 um,
0: PS, which is 238 horsepower. Um, For argument's sake, though, PS and horsepower are basically the same thing. Pretty much, so we'll probably just refer to it as either one, it won't matter yeah. too much. Um, and also
1: in 2003, it was the first appearance of it in a single seater, yep. Um, in that Tatus Formula V6 in the Euro Cup, mm-hmm. uh, which was pre World Series, I think, wasn't it? That wasn't
0: well, it depends they who you ask a asked. lot more, yeah. I mean, the World Series, the, the those little Tatus that was a a feeder series cover when you get to the one that everyone knows, which is the World Series by Renault, which was before that the World Series by Nissan. That's where we know yeah. we, we know we know this engine, yeah.
1: I mean, this is where it kind of that's his main race, um, use for it. I mean, it was probably actually would have been used in um Super GT, maybe in Japan.
0: Uh, a variant of it might have but super gt you're allowed but to not, do not that one. engine probably not not. Yeah,
1: not that engine so yeah fair enough um but yeah that exact the 3.5 sized engine was used in the formula Ra- in the world series ran car mm. and that at the time there was kind of there was G- gp2 was kind of starting around that sort of time wasn't it but yeah there was still Formula 3000s, and these were just as quick. So this was kind of a good feeder series into Formula 1.
0: Well, in the sort of turn of the, turn of the decade, sort of uh, m- late 2000s 2000 into 2010s, so it was literally a case of, depending on which development program you were with, you were either sent to GP2 or the World Series by Renault because they were seen pretty much on par with one another. Obviously, yeah. Sebastian Vettel, Robert Kubica, Jaime Alcasuari, Daniel Ricciardo, Jean-Luc all went to the World Series uh, because they Car were Ren- yeah they were all Red Bulls and Renault-affiliated uh, because obviously those two teams were interlinked at the time, yeah. um, whereas you had people like, I don't know, let's say... Uh, Hamilton went to GP2 because yeah he could just save his engine. Grosjean did Auto GP and uh, GP2. He didn't do the World Series. But he was a Renault affiliate, so I'm not quite sure how that one worked. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, you saw the mainstream guys, you know, people like Sergio Perez, uh, like Pastor Maldonado, uh, they all went to the GP2 side because they weren't Red Bull and Renault affiliates.
1: Yes, yeah, so they, they had less connection to Renault specifically.
0: Yeah. Um. So they went to GP2, you
1: said, because it's on the F1 calendar. So if you're there at the same time as the F1 teams, there's a certain amount of logic to that, that you're going to get spotted a bit easier. Yeah. If you're not tied to a team already, you're going to get spotted if you're at the same race weekend.
0: Yeah. So obviously the, the World Series for Renault cars, they were A, incredibly loud. They were B, incredibly popular yeah. because the World Series was a free event, uh, at least in the UK. Uh, you could just go to Silverstone and, um, yeah, they've absolutely packed crowds. I remember there is. I've, I've. The only time I think the only thing that beats the World Series were Renault for numbers were the F one and maybe the MotoGP races at Silverstone. Yeah, uh, because not yeah. saying something. Yeah, the fact was Renault we, at the time they were youth, quite using the World Series as their own marketing tool. So you went into the uh, the um, the paddock area, you'd have the teams obviously you'd have a couple of the demo race cars, the two litres, the 3.5s, the Megane trophies and that sort of thing. But you'd also have yeah. basically a, a massive showroom for Renault. They'd have all their, their marketing stuff, all their, uh, they'd have their F1, F1 car demo going around. Uh, they'd have their road cars. They'd have plenty of stuff. Uh, sadly it did all eventually collapse when the economic crisis came along and Renault decided to pull out of the UK as much as possible before they came back again. But, uh,
1: yeah, it's a, it is a shame. I'm not, I, I fit I must have seen the cars at some point, but I never went to a race, if that makes sense. I've probably seen them at like Goodwood Festival of Speed or, or at one of those sorts of events.
0: I'm surprised you didn't go. But I don't
1: I, well, I when I was sort of in that sort of time, I didn't really go to any racing. I didn't really start going to racing again until I was at university.
0: Really? Oh, I suppose you were still just quite young though. When, afford it. Yeah, in the heyday though. The, yeah, yeah. But it was free. <laughs> oh, I know,
1: but then I didn't have a car and, like, yeah. Uh, okay. Football. I played football at the weekends. Oh, so you were that a loser. Was useful. Yeah, that was a good use of time, wasn't it? Um,
0: yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, how's that how's time no, mean, contract going, Sam?
1: Uh, yeah, it's going really well, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway,
0: back to the, <laughs> best of the engine. So the fact is, this engine was used uh, across the World Series 3.5 litre class. Uh, it was incredibly yes. loud, everyone loved it. The Racing wasn't always amazing, but that's not the engine's fault.
1: No, I mean, like the engine makes the car quick, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be able to race well. No, I and mean, that comes down to the drives and the chassis as much as anything, doesn't it? Yeah, um, but we tend to see it a little bit anyway. That with that single make formulas, it's either a bit of a pre- procession or it's absolutely mad.
0: Yeah, and, and luckily really, with, the world really series, watch. with the world series, you had the two liters, which gave you the mad racing. And then the yeah. the the three point fives, which were just basically, who which of these talents are going to be in F one in the next year or two? As you know, Hamyag yeah. was. I think Brendan Hartley was there at one point. He got thrashed. Um, yeah, quite. Possibly. There was there was uh, uh, a yeah. Obviously, John yeah, Verne, De Costa. He raced in the two liters, and I think eventually raced in the 3.5s. Um This sort of turned into a relative of a Renault chat. But no, the point was uh, this. But uh, the, when they were in the World Series uh, versions, the Engine was pushing out close to 500 horsepower, which was obviously compared to the. It's basically double what the the base version was doing, and yeah, you rarely I mean, you rarely saw failures.
1: Yeah, and I and I know of um and Admittedly, they are very very highly tuned engines, but I know of cars with the 3.5 V6 that are up like tuned road cars, but they're up around like nearly a thousand. Yeah, Um, and that's pushing it, obviously, with like forged internals and things like that. But uh, you can imagine that actually, five hundred brake horsepower, it can run a thousand. Yeah, five hundred is pretty simple for it. Um, And there's a race engine as well. There's obviously a lot of preparation that goes into making it a race engine rather than a road car engine. uh, Yeah, which makes improves the reliability a bit as well.
0: It does. I mean, obviously. The the whole point of this, this is the whole point it, having the engine in as many uh, different cars and different uh, environments as possible is good for the manufacturer because they're able to uh, just stress test it in any other way, and that obviously improves their cars into the future and also the car as, as yeah, it goes absolutely. along. It's absolutely. that's uh, no, it's really interesting. Uh, so the car, so obviously the uh, the 350Z that ended in what about 2012? I think production. No, it was, it was a lot earlier than that. Two thousand six. What? No, don't be silly. Yeah, no, and then the three
1: the three seventy came out after it. Remember, and that was around twenty twelve. But there was a time when they were not making either.
0: Really? Okay, Wikipedia yeah. saying Wikipedia saying two thousand eight. So we're both wrong. Okay. <laughs> the 3, three yeah, the three seventy Z came along uh, a year or yeah, two thousand nine. So whatever anyway but it's yeah. uh, different It's the same sort of architecture with that engine but it's not technically the same thing
1: well is is it not i thought it was just a reboard version
0: it is a reboard version just a but 37 yeah it is but they call it a vq7 uh, 37 vhr so different different acronym entirely um, yes so but essentially yeah it is just a board out version um but that's the point is it when you have a good engine you can just make it again make adjustments as you need to
1: yeah i mean that's yeah this is the there's there can't be many other engines that go i mean the what is it is the volvo xc90 is a very similar kind of thing that gets used in a lot of different stuff doesn't it
0: yeah i mean obviously like, that engine gets used in like the Koenigsegg, for example um yeah
1: and and things like the um ah uh, what is it the is it the atom V8 is that? Oh,
0: that's what was the, it? well, the, that's the most bike engine, isn't it? Basically, it's just that's two booster engines. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, um, oh, I, I can't remember really what it
1: was, but it's like a track day car and a Koenigsegg and an XC90. If you go back
0: far enough, that's quite oh, the that stuff. Didn't didn't Noble use the the uh, uh, Volvo that's what engine? It was, yeah, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it was Noble. Because uh, I'm thinking, you know, back in the day, obviously you used to have like Ford, for example, had their their engines and everything. Uh, this is kind of like the the modern equivalent, in many ways.
1: Yeah, yeah, and in a lot, yeah. I mean, when you look at like the, um, yeah, like Ford in sort of the the seventh the Cosworth era. Yeah, in I'm terms thinking. of, like the D, the DFV. Yeah, that, that one. was in basically every racing car for ten years.
0: And it was winning all the time.
1: Um, and it just won, yeah, won absolutely. Everything. And
0: we should we that uh, uh, we should say, of course. Uh, they, this engine did win every single race of the World Series by running a 3.5 class.
1: It did. It was, very, it was <laughs> absolutely dominant in that, really, yeah.
0: wasn't it? Yeah, it was almost as if no one else turned up.
1: Yeah, the two <laughs> I couldn't
0: get near it. No. Or the Megane trophy cup. Anyway. Sorry, back to your point, no, Sam. Which actually, didn't when the began the V6 used the same, didn't it? Uh, It did. Probably. I don't know.
1: Yes. Would have done, I would have thought. The, the race car, anyway.
0: Yeah. I Yeah, I'd be surprised yeah. if it didn't it sounded the same Um, remember
1: that yes that was always the great thing about the the mcgahn v6 wasn't it it was like that's a formula car it comes around the corner it's a red eye McGann.
0: yeah exactly Um, with the biggest diffuser you've ever seen in your life
1: yeah it's not really a McGann, really at that point it uh, it was quite cool it was quite cool nonetheless um but yeah i mean it was um there's not many yeah it was it was, a, it was a very strong engine still is a very strong M engine and mine's got 115,000 miles on it now and it's absolutely fine
0: i mean the the only sort of equivalence of this this is a fairly generic thing Cross road cars you see uh engines being used for multiple purposes the examples i can think of is uh my engine in my silica is is like the nearest cousin to lotus uh, engines which uh you know it's pretty cool but then you can go one better than that because you have the fiat cinquecento fire engine being used in those uh, 750 Motor Club uh, Formula cars we saw last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're great, aren't they? They were. Um, tiny, tiny little things.
0: Yeah, but that's that's but, but race prepared. But the point is, that's like two or three models. This isn't a good twenty cars, um, like we're seeing. Yeah, with it. I
1: mean, when Sean showed me when she when you showed me the list for this, of just how many cars it's been in, and it's still being used as hmm. well. Um, Obviously, the, the Laguna and the Murano the Renault Laguna, the Murano, and apparently still in the World Series by Renault in the Delara D. Yeah, the series D12. which
0: doesn't exist anymore. It's just no, it doesn't it's, really run it's anymore. Boss GP, basically. Um,
1: but, um, and I'd never heard of this car until I looked it up on, on Wikipedia the Renault Samsung SM7. Mm. That 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 which looks... apparently is is a Korean market car ah uh, um which is why I've never heard of it yes but that makes sense <laughs> but again even that that's that's sort of a fairly low tune it's only a uh, hundred two hundred and uh, fourteen horsepower
0: that's pretty weak that's the weakest a lot isn't it
1: it is I think uh yeah I think it is actually
0: so that's that's just going backwards yeah, looking at it that's a step back so yeah that
1: is that is barely running. <laughs> um, it's not well, not working hard at all, is it? Sam, does your Datsun have I a mean,
0: have a a, tor- a power mode switch, or is it just no, always no, on? It's,
1: it's always on.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I, thought, I thought you had a toggle somewhere for can, how much.
1: No, no, you can adjust the rev limiter. Ah, that's it. Um, which is quite clever, I suppose, for a mm. two thousand and four car. Um, but yeah, I don't just—I I don't think I've ever touched it. I've left it where it was. Um, <laughs> as it, it revs. Well, yeah, no, it revs to seven thousand. I've got mine set to rev limit at six six.
0: Yeah. So think, obviously, that...
1: I'm not on a race track. I don't need to rev to seven thousand.
0: Now, obviously, like, with all mechanical things, of course, a a car, sorry, an engine which uh, has race qualities, should we say? Um, does also come with race car bills if it does go wrong. So, how would you like to discuss your yes. uh, your your uh, recent? Well, <laughs> not really, <laughs>
1: not really.
0: Let's just say um, it, it. Let's just say it hurt.
1: It was a, quite a lot of money. For something what, that was not really a massive job.
0: What was it in the end? I uh, in the end, it was the coil packs, which for a um, hundred thousand mile car, it's not terrible.
1: Well, no, I mean, that was... Yeah, if it had just been that, it wouldn't have been a problem. Hmm. Um, but it was working out why and then making them work properly that was the problem. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll be totally honest. A lot of it was because I didn't go to the right place. If I had gone to Nissan, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as expensive because yeah. they would have looked at it like like they did when I eventually took it to Nissan. And they went, oh well, there's the problem, and fixed it <laughs> straight away. Um, whereas, because I went to a non Nissan specialist who didn't use, didn't work on those cars, they didn't know how it should be. Yeah,
0: that's that's a different. So problem, they were though. trying
1: to find. Yeah, so that, there was, yeah, that was the main reason it was that expensive. But I yeah. mean, it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, the build quality is pretty good. Um, the fact is, you an old car now,
0: I've been in your car, Sam. You don't drive slowly. Yes. No. <laughs> well,
1: I stick to the speed limits, Sean. Yeah, it's as uh, you say, I just it's get there very quickly. That's
0: precisely why I say.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just use the use
0: the use the pedal effectively. Yeah, you just make sure it's working.
1: Yeah, but the fact is, it's just um, showing, it's
0: showing the engine is is strong. It's been it's very as we've said, said repeatedly through this podcast. It's uh. It's very versatile in terms of its range, in terms of its use. Not in terms of its fuel economy. It's not good at that. No, it's
1: not very good at that.
0: But it is an engine of its time. But, I mean,
1: to be fair as well, it, it, it's in a sports car at the moment. You'll probably find in the Renault Samsung, it gets a lot better fuel gas, <laughs> fuel mileage.
0: And it can probably charge your phone.
1: Yeah, quite possible. Well, maybe not my phone.
0: No, maybe not yours.
1: <laughs> an iPhone um, but uh, but yeah I mean it's 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 one of those things isn't it I mean
0: it's a shame we, that it'll be although gone we one can day.
1: moan about y- yes and I don't think it's going to be particularly particularly long before it is phased out yeah um, there's a lot less cars using it now put it that way
0: well basically it's just whichever countries are still allowing internal combustions really because it's obviously EU countries. They're they're, they're becoming more uh, compressed by the the emissions laws. So so cu- yeah. customers get taxed through the teeth, basically for having an engine that dares to spit out carbon dioxide. Uh, race cars they just don't have them anymore because they have they have either hybrids or they have low, small capacity turbos. Uh, again, just because the fuel economy isn't there in a twenty year old engine. Um, yeah. Which you know, it's as I say, it's an engine which was built for this, for its time, and it did its job very well. Yeah, it did its job very well for that time
1: period. But now, it's an old engine. It's an old car. Um,
0: the three hundred and fifty Z, especially. Well, they're all, um, all all old cars across the board. Well, yeah. The, the fact is, the, um, the Renault Valsatis had this engine. The basically the yes, other, it did actually, yeah, uh, but. That's, that's showing how old this this particular block is. But, you know... Well,
1: 2001 to 2009, the Renault Versatis.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't realise they made them that late.
0: Neither did I. <laughs> Obviously, they probably stayed in France.
1: Uh, possibly, actually, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is probably going to be phased out soon. It will be a shame. Um, just purely because... That is the way of the world now. All the en- all engines are getting smaller, um, becoming more electric dependent, and those small engines tend to be charging an electric motor, uh, or are turbocharged yeah. to try and make a bit of power because we can't have emissions anymore.
0: No, um, a shame, but there we go. That's that's the uh, the the, the, the way of the world. That's the way of the world. That is the Renault. Nissan vq de sorry vq 35 de did it yeah. win it did it win any awards we know of that's a good question i don't know i mean apart from obviously the countless premier Renault championships
1: yeah aside from those <laughs> um i can't see any i don't think i can't see any in my
0: research I didn't write any can, down can, it, I, way. can we give it an award um,
1: Oh, it did. It it was it while wa- it was on Ward's ten best engines Ooh. from two thousand and two to two thousand and seven, and then <laughs> it had a nine year sabbatical and came back in twenty sixteen. Yes, there we um, go.
0: It's a award winning <laughs> engine. So, yeah, award winning. There you go. I mean, that's what. What more can you really ask for? <laughs> and it's also Stelvio's favorite V six that we can think of right now. Yeah. It's, it's our it's our favorite Nissan V six because we can't <laughs> we can't give it to the uh, the Le Mans car. So uh, Chris's Chris's no. favorite the, the GTR we can't give it to that. The three seventy Z is no. just basically the same thing, but not not yeah. versatile. Um, and we don't like the F one engine. I quite like. It. Not really. So there you go. That's that's it. Congratulations. Yeah, there we go. Congratulations yeah, to Nissan. Renault for the... Nissan engine. Well done for your 20-year-old engine getting an award <laughs> for the still-be Automotive yeah. V6. Of, I, I of the. bet they weren't expecting I that. I bet they weren't. The V6 of the... We just saved it. They're not going to decommission it now. Exactly. There you go. Thank you. Well, You're welcome to to everyone who's a big fan of the engine. Otherwise, I think we're pretty much covered. <laughs> so I think we probably are. Yeah, so yeah. that's going to do I it. I think
1: we've gone on long enough. Yeah,
0: for this uh, t- little test we've done of our uh, new podcast... Set up. Uh, obviously, let us know in the comments or wherever uh, if if you have any suggestions. Um, this is just a bit, a bit of a tongue in cheek while we're all in lockdown for the coronavirus. But uh, yeah, bit of insight into.
1: Uh, I thought we were going to manage an entire podcast without mentioning. I've
0: let it to the end. Oh. but anyway, that's oh, well. So expect some more interesting stuff coming from us as W Automotive uh, Green Race Engineering. Um, yeah, definitely. There you go. What well on us? We'll see you next time. Follow us on social media. Do that.
1: Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Anchor FM. Yes. Twitter.
0: And until then, we'll see you next time. Take care and goodbye. Goodbye.